is no demon on the earth that can overcome the name and the power of Jesus Christ. We are the living saints of the Most High God. And if we will honor him and bless his name and find time to come into his divine and holy presence, I assure you today under the authority of the word of the living God that he will take care of you and see you through while you live on this earth and live for Jesus Christ. You are watching Kingdom Insight Television Network, KITV, inspiring you to grow from faith to faith and from glory to glory. If you have been impacted by this network, send us your testimony at info at kitvnetwork.com. Keep watching your inspirational network. Lord, we pray today that you will dismiss every attack of the enemy. And Lord, in the name of Jesus, we rise up as a church and we call you blessed because you are holy and greatly to be praised. So Father, we pray your word will go forth today out of my heart and out of my lips with power. And may the authority of Jesus Christ be preeminent in this house today. And may you receive the honor and the glory due to your name and let your word have an impact upon the lives of your people. And Jesus, we pray somebody today will find themselves at the foot of an old rugged cross, making you their Lord and Savior. And we thank you in Jesus' strong and powerful and mighty and precious and glorious name. Amen. Amen. And amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Knowing Christ, there is joy and peace and contentment and hope for tomorrow and a blessedness of a good life, amen, in Christ. Life is not perfect, believe me. I could tell you a few stories. But I assure you, in the presence of God, there is a blessed hope, amen, in Christ. Oh, hallelujah. What hope we have in him today. Praise be to God. I'm going to speak today on a gate church. There is another ranking of the gates of hell up in the atmosphere. And to remove the blessings that God has over our lives, Satan is trying constantly to keep God's released anointing from touching our lives including breakthroughs over our family, our church, our city, and our nation. But before I go any further this morning, I want to thank this church and thank Bishop Gilbert, who is not with us today, for allowing me and giving me the privilege to minister in this pulpit. I count it an awesome responsibility, and I don't take it lightly. And just so you know, I have spent some time in prayer. Not boasting, but without prayer, you ain't going to do anything in the kingdom of God. That's a fact. If you don't know how to pray, don't ever try preaching. That's a fact. But I thank God today for the, for the opportunity. And we're praying their blessing where they are today. Amen. God's blessing upon them. But let me go on. And there is a difference between hell assailing you versus hell prevailing you. Satan knows when you have made up your mind 
and your whole heart is desired and desired to serve God and you have made your mind up and then Satan comes with demons to track you down and bring chaos into your atmosphere. Let's read some scriptures this morning. Isaiah chapter, no sorry, not Isaiah. We're going into Genesis. As I said last week, hell is in the heart of the earth, underneath our feet. And it's a prison house, really, that's what it is. And I believe from readings and research that hell has different place compartments and with different levels of punishment. There are the souls of human beings and fallen angels in hell. These are fallen angels that had sexual relationships with the daughters of men. And this is when giants invaded the earth. And this was, uh, this was a time before the flood. And God decided that the earth was so corrupt that it was time to bring an end to it all. And he decided to bring a flood to this earth. And Noah, the only righteous man on the earth at the time, with his family, built an ark. And God was able to use him to bring hope for mankind. Satan do not want you to know the truth. He don't want you to have a revelation of who God is. He don't want you to have emotional and physical healing. And he don't want revival to come to your home or your family. As I said before, Jesus said, the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. We are a living organism today that has power and authority only because Jesus Christ has lived and is reigning supreme, amen, in the hearts of men and women. We are going to preach about a kingdom of darkness until we die because Satan will not overcome. I assure you that the church will overcome. There is power in the blood of Jesus Christ and hope for tomorrow and hope for today and blessed for today and God will bless you as you move forward with him. Blessed be his wonderful name. The Bible says that there is darkness and treasures that are hidden. But I assure you today that if Satan has stolen anything from you, hidden secrets and hidden treasures are in Satan's domain. God did not give it to Satan. He intercepted it and he took it from you. But Satan owes it to you today and we pray in the name of the Lord and we believe God today for breakthroughs. We are believing that Satan will have to give back what he has stolen from us and we believe today that some of us may have emotional needs and there is physical healings that are needed relationships that need to be mended financial breakthroughs that need to come you need to put away addictions and be delivered by the power of Christ but I assure you today there is no power in hell there is no demon on the earth that can overcome the name and the power of Jesus Christ we are the living saints of the most high God and if we will honor him and bless his name and find time to come into his divine and holy presence I assure you today under the authority of the word of the living God that he will take care of you and see you through while you live on this earth and live for Jesus Christ Genesis chapter 8 verse 10 they could put it on the screen for me this morning. I'm going to read a few verses here. And he stayed yet other... No, that's not the one, is it? 
Genesis, no, sorry, 28. I'm sorry. Do we have 28? Did I say 8? Forgive me. I make those mistakes from time to time as Mary. Genesis chapter 28, verse 10. And Jacob went out from Bathsheba and went towards Aram. And he lighted upon a certain place. I want you to say today, a certain place. You're going to learn something today about a certain place where you are at. That God is going to come into you today and give you a moment of his divine presence. Amen. A certain place. And tarry there all night because the sun was set and he took up the stones that were in the place and he put them for his pillow and laid down in that place to sleep. And he dreamed. And behold a ladder. Now if you go back into the scripture, it's not really a ladder. If you really check out scripture, it's a staircase. Because on a ladder you can only climb up. You cannot go up and somebody else coming down. But on a staircase he saw what? Angels. And, and the ladder set up on the earth. And the top of it reached to heaven. And behold the angels of God ascending and descending. Before they can bring a message they have to come down to the earth. And when they get to the earth they have a message from you. And a prayer from you that must go back to the throne of God. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. I am the, and, and behold the Lord stood above it. And said, I am the Lord, the God of Abraham thy father, and the God of Isaac, and the land wherein thou liest to thee will I give it, and to thy seed. And thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth, and thou shalt spread abroad to the west, and to the east, and to the north, and to the south. And in thee and thy seed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And behold, I am with thee, and I will keep thee in all places. I want you to say that today, God, keep me in all places. Whether thou goest, and will bring thee again unto this land, and I will not leave thee until I have done that which I have spoken of thee. May the Lord bless his word today. Amen. Let's continue. Praise be to God. Now, there are 11 things that a gay church has influence on. I'm only going to touch maybe three or four of them today. Number one, a gay church is a house of God, and it's the gate of heaven. Church is a gathering place. Now, you can have denominations that come together, such as us. We are under the church of God. But then there's the Pentecostal Assemblies of Canada, and there's the Salvation Army, and then there's the Lutheran, and then there's the Catholics, and there's other denominations and organizations. And then you'll find some that are non-denominational, and there's nothing wrong with that. But a church is a gathering place, a place where the saints and the people of God come together to worship and fellowship, amen, and, and worship the Lord. Now, there should always be an open gate over the church. House of God should be an open gate. What does, it, what does an open gate mean today? It is possible to have a consistent Holy Ghost filled church. That is possible. 
But it will not happen until the saints and the people of God come together in prayer. Prayer is what is going to make the difference. And until we understand the power of prayer and the influence of prayer on our lives, we will not be the church that God has called and set us out to be. So we must learn and understand that prayer is very important in our lives. I think... More people are wanting to see a manifestation of God's power and his presence today than ever before. It is time for us to become desperate for the presence of God. Church ought to be such an exciting experience that you cannot leave because of the presence of God in it. Now, I don't know about you, but I have experienced those times. I have been in churches where the power and the anointing of God has been so heavy and the weighty presence of the Lord has filled it from meeting to meeting and it didn't have to be a Sunday evening service. It was Sunday morning. It was prayer evening time and the Holy Ghost would move and minister and I'll tell you, there was a hunger when I was a child created in me, such a hunger for God and the power of the Holy Ghost and I will never forget those days but it was with me in other churches as I as I move from place to place God began to desire put a desire within me to hunger after the things of God and I believe this congregation and I believe young people I believe young men and women young adults are coming to a place where they are beginning to hunger for a new revelation and a greater walk with God I believe that with all of my heart today Once you have experienced God in the midst of the people, you need not go anywhere else. If God is there, I am content, amen? If the Holy Ghost is there, I'm gonna stay. If the anointing of God is there, I'm going to abide in that place. Once you have experienced that, once you have had a peek into the presence of God and experience his peace and his holy atmosphere, there comes with it. We come become hungry for there is no other place like it. Once we, like Jacob, have looked into the starry heavens and have seen angels and we know that they are coming, ascending and descending and the heavens declare the glory of the Lord and that heavenly staircase is covered with the power and the presence of God. It's a healthy atmosphere and the peace of God and the joy of the Lord is all over that place because of the anointing of God. So he sees God standing at the top of this staircase speaking into his life. Hope, joy, peace, and destiny. There is no place like it. And you do not want to leave that place because you know God is there. So Jacob saw and he looked as he dreamed and he understood what God was doing. He did not know all that was happening. But it allowed him to stand at one moment and praise his God. God has spoken to me on my way to churches from time to time. When I was a young boy, I remember 19 years old, I was walking to church in Stoneville, Newfoundland, and I'm on my way to the house of the Lord on a Sunday afternoon. And as I'm there, about I could see the church in the distance, and the Holy Spirit said to me, tonight you will have an encounter with me that will affect the rest of your days. 
Pastor Junior Peckford was speaking in that service that night and the Holy Ghost began to come upon him as he ministered the word of the living God. And there was a message in tongues given and an interpretation. And the interpretation talked about my life and the call of God upon me. And the power of the Holy Ghost began to move. And I knew my heart was stirred. And I wept at an altar for over an half an hour. And I prayed to God, thanking him for the fact that I was worthy to be called, though I felt no worthiness within me. But yet I knew it was divine and the moment was real and the power of God had influenced my life and impacted me for the rest of my days. God will meet you when you come to him, when you become hungry for him. God has spoken many other times in my life. Jacob says, I, the Lord is in this place. This ought to be a place where we see into the spirit realm. Angels coming and going, ministering to us. God don't need a church to move. He can move anywhere he wishes. But I'll tell you today, if a people will humble themselves before God, he will move in your midst and show you his grace and power. God don't need us to be prideful and overtaken with the cares of life. But I'll tell you, he does need us to be humble in his divine and holy presence. And it must depend upon our desire to know him and the power of his resurrection. I am hungry for heaven to kiss the earth with its presence that the almighty God and the weighty presence of the Holy Ghost may come and move in our midst. Send that Holy Ghost power, Lord. Let it come down among us. I am hungry for a divine connection to heaven, to the earth, and the earth to experience the presence of heaven and God to come down in power in his church. Oh, I believe today that God is ready to make a move in your life and to do something different for the glory of God the Father. Number two, a place of sustained, healthy, spiritual climate. That's what a gate church is. A place of sustained, healthy, spiritual climate. I am asking God to bring conviction over our cities and to bless our cities. I am asking God to bring conviction to our families and to bless our families. I am asking God to bring conviction upon our neighbors and upon strangers. Oh God, you would move in KW, in Kitchener-Waterloo, in Guelph and Cambridge. May the fire of God begin to burn and may the Holy Ghost out of the temple of the Lord begin to do something in the atmosphere, oh God, that there would be a conviction upon the men and women who drive the cities of, uh, the streets of our city, who sits in city hall and who moves from place to place. May God bring conviction that will turn the heart some men and women to the Lord. Remember what Jacob had done after deceiving his brother Esau? What comes around goes around or what goes around comes around. And he spent 20 years with his uncle Laban, 20 years working for him. And finally he said, Uncle Haven, 
After all, you know I work hard. And, and actually, Laman had gone to him and said, you are a good hard worker, and I think you should be paid something for this. And he says, yeah, I like Rachel. I love Mary. And, the, and with all of that happening, we know that he got tricked and Laman puts Leah in the tent. He must have been pretty drunk or it must have been really dark. I don't know what. <laughs> but Laman sets it up that now he's deceived and wow, it's got to be another seven years to work, man, to get this beautiful lady. But anyway, he does it. But I just want to paint a little picture this morning to let you see how deception is going to catch up to you someday. Uncle Laman was a bigger schemer than Jacob was. Let me say to you today, Satan wants you to put your life in park and let your sorrows kill you. But if you park by your sorrows, you will die there. There are some places that you are glad you didn't park there, amen? Some things in life that just happen and you know, man, I have got to get beyond this, Lord. Whatever it takes, you got to move me beyond this. And God is merciful and gracious enough to do it for us, amen? When we are harnessed to do the will of God and find the destiny that he's got set for us, he will set it up for you, I promise you. God don't see your life the way you see it. If you park, don't stay for long. Put it in neutral. Keep the motor running and be ready to hit the gas anytime. And as soon as you can put it in drive, you do that and move forward with the grace of God. Amen. Do not put your life in park, please. Sometimes you can be hurt and distracted by the assaults of the enemy. But don't ever let your life become a park place, a setback where Satan has put you. You may sometimes be in neutral, but never park. You may be, it may be a while before you are sure that God is going to move you forward and he's moving us from glory to glory, amen? Hallelujah. Jacob was unaware, as we are at times, of what God was really up to. He was becoming a gate church leader. And if you're going to become a gate church leader, I assure you, you are going to go through some pain and some agony in this life. There are some changes that have taken place in your life, and you're even upset about them right now. But I assure you, God is lining up your life to bring you into destiny. Amen? That's what he's doing. And you may be upset. And you're even ready to curse the changes that God has put in your life. But I assure you today, God is not in chains. 
is in control. Amen. Over every plot of the enemy. Today you will walk out of this place with a different outlook on your life. In the name of Jesus, I believe that and I decree it today. Jacob was in no shape to think of anything at all that he was a spiritual man. No, he was aware that he was about to be changed and God was doing something different in his life. His life, and he did not realize it, that God was ordering his steps to move out of Laman's house and to make him a spiritual leader. And he was about to have an encounter with God Almighty. If you look at yourself and your hurts and your pain, Satan will tell you you're not able to change but in the name of Jesus and by the power of the word, I assure you today through my experiences that God is able to change your life from glory to glory and from day to day. He will move with you as the power of God is demonstrated in your life. God will see you one day as an honorable vessel that he's making for his honor and glory. God knows how to take your mess and make it a message, a powerful, impactful message for the kingdom of God. God is looking for the arrogant. He is not looking at the prideful, but he is sure you today that he is looking for men who are broken, women who are broken, abused, weary with life. But I assure you today, if you will put on the conviction power of the Holy Ghost that God is laid upon your life because only the Holy Spirit can convict you to come to Jesus Christ. I assure you today God, through his word will transform your mind and you will be given by the Holy Ghost a way to walk out of the mess that you're in and Jesus Christ will make you a new creature for the glory of God. God has one desire in every life in this auditorium and every life that is looking online today, God has one desire that you would walk uprightly before him and honor and fear the Lord your God and trust him and believe him for what he can do in your life. God has one intention for us and that is that we may do exploits for the kingdom and for the glory of God. We are tired, Lord, and we need a new, fresh, real revelation of the presence and the glory of God in the midst. Hallelujah. Jacob took a stone in a certain place. I don't know how many were there and how barren the land was. But I went to a piece of property and I found this stone. And when I, when I saw it, as a matter of fact, two weeks before I found this stone on the piece of property, I went on the property myself and I said, Lord, in the name of the Lord, one day you're going to raise up a piece of property in Guelph, Ontario for KITV. And when God is ready, you remember Bishop Charles Kazumba, who was here a few weeks ago? He started a new program and a new network that 
God has put into his hands and he has been now the CEO of that and I believe with the Lord on our side that God is going to give us a piece of property for KITV in Guelph, Ontario and the Holy Ghost is going to move across the land and the power of the word of the living God is going to minister and this stone will one day sit as a memorial in KITV building for the glory of God. Hallelujah. If you can't can't have a vision big enough for God to minister and move in, I'll tell you it's too small. But if you will allow the Holy Ghost and know the power of God and the anointing of God, your vision can be so big that your life will never be able to fit into it. And God will use other people to bring it to pass for the glory of God. And you will leave a legacy that God is on my side and no weapon formed against me shall prosper in the power of the Holy Ghost and the anointing of God. Oh, glory be to the Lamb. Hallelujah. Let me tell you today, where you are at right now in your life, it is a certain place. 